Excellent. Awesome. This is our first live yes. podcast. podcast. <laughs> Cross-continent. I was like, what, what, what's the word? I have no podcast. idea. It's, like, Cross- it's a video. It's a podcast. It's a, it's a whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're right. It's cross-continent. You are in Scotland right now. Yes. In the Shetland Isles. Yes, technically Scotland, oh. kind of nearer to Norway. <laughs> like, I'm far north in the UK. Brilliant. And I am still in California. Wonderful. And Happy New Year. Happy everybody. New Year. Yeah. Yes. 2022. We are very excited about this year. Unveiled got a lot that we will be unpacking and bringing to the table for people to dig into, to get after, to continue to move their lives in the direction that they want to learn more about what's going on with themselves. Uh, We've got more podcasts, uh, topics that we have that we are very interested in getting to, and it may get a little meta. Uh, We want to talk about- You already did. (laughs) Like, like we already went there. Like, I know. I keep, I keep going. Ooh, I'm like watching myself on the screen. I'm like, why am I acting this way? <laughs> yeah, you like act a, like this way like all the time. You just can't see yourself. It's like I just have to put up with this visual most of the time. <laughs> I know. And now I'm like, oh man, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like, it's like when you when you hear yourself, you know, on a recording, and you're like, Is yeah, that what I sound like. Yeah, that that sounds terrible. That's what is happening now that I'm very aware that we are live. I'm like, like, there's a part of me interesting that is paying attention to what to what I'm doing. So that's a whole other, that's a whole it. other podcast. Yes, we can, we can get into. But for today, 2022, my friends, uh, just as an introduction, my name is Brace Harris. And I'm Victoria Fenton. Yeah, and we are unveil Unveil live like prepare for Mm -hmm. this guys because like maybe not this year but we will be doing events at some point and you'll get the whole rich live experience of the duo the dream team that is brace and victoria (laughs) love that dream team do you remember do you remember the dream team do you remember uh the olympic basketball team the dream team no we've had the conversation Mm. that i'm not as old as you brace Yeah. So 2022. <laughs> so, well, guys, today um, we want. You see how I just like you know I'm just gonna bypass that. Um, 2022. We wanted to talk about like uh, reflections on the last year uh, with ourselves with Unveil. Um, we want to get into resolutions, which is a big part of the new year. Yeah. What are they? What do they mean for you? Like all the all the good stuff, the psychology that may or may not uh, go into resolutions, just making changes in your life. Why people decide, okay, I want to change, and then we don't do anything, or okay, I want to change, and then we do something for a little bit, and then we stop. Like there's a lot that goes into that, and if if that is you, if that's ringing a bell, uh, I am definitely with you. I'm sure you know uh well maybe not because victoria is pretty perfect uh in her exec- execution uh, of Literally life mary poppins <laughs> practically perfect <Yeah>. in every way <laughs> wow right. and all my american folks like when she threw that out with the accent we were all, all like oh, we just sat up and paid attention 
It's like, let's go fly a kite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not true. The but coffee, you know. The coffee's been good to me this morning. Right. <laughs> and by the way, guys, this is part of the reason I moved to LA because it is 6.04 p.m. my time. So I'm like wondering where my French martini is. <laughs> and Bryce is like G'd up high on the caffeine which is always in an awesome mug, which is always just mm. like getting him to a level of adrenaline that I can't ever quite match. So we shall do our best. But this is what, <laughs> well, speaking, that's a really nice segue into reflections actually, because yeah. this is how we spent six months of our friendship on Zoom. Because this time mm-hmm. last year, we did not know each other. We hadn't met. Which, so when I'm thinking back into the crazy 2021, I'll do my little reflection year first. Um, Yeah, I get it. I tried to create an Instagram, like one of them, like, these are my photos of 2021. And I realized I started in South Africa and my new year last year in South Africa was very weird. And I was alone and there was a lot of COVID around. So there's a lot of like people not doing the things and we were kind of on a bit of a lockdown, I think. I can't really remember. but I just moved house. So I moved house on Christmas Eve last year. So <laughs> it's all of that, like unpacking on Christmas day. Yeah, no, seriously. And then, um, so by March, we started our course, we met, thrown into an, an intense process. And a lot of change was happening for me personally. Sort of at the beginning of the course, I realized that I was probably not going to stay in South Africa for a host of reasons. Mostly, you know, the pandemic changed a lot of my plans. Um, But then by June, end of June, I left South Africa, did July and August in the UK. So did summer in Shetland, which was probably about six degrees Celsius, warmer than it is now, (laughs) not much more. So summer in Shetland, then did two weeks in Mexico, then got myself to LA for three months where we met for the first time. So when I look back on my year, the amount of change that I've been through this last year, the amount of just not just different countries, but the the thought processes and the shifts that go into making the decisions to go from country to country, to do the bit of the UK that was this last year, to literally move through all of these things, to get myself, not just to being in the US, but we were saying yesterday when we were kind of planning this, it's like within about a couple of weeks, I'd made the decision to apply for a proper visa to stay in the US, to literally move my life over there. And it's all been a lot. Basically, 2021 literally changed my world. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I also want to point out to you that it wasn't just uh, the uh, changing continents and everything that went into that. But I think that your internal journey was mm. just as complex because mm. to make all these moves, you have to be in a very particular mindset about where you are where you know you want to be mm-hmm. and what you have to endure yeah and I use that word specifically because I feel like you endured uh, a lot through that process mm. um about what was important and what you were willing to commit to mm. and commit yourself to and I, I mean I just want to acknowledge you for that because you you did a lot and you pushed yourself a whole hell of a lot and I got to witness a lot of that and uh guys I mean and this 
is a perfect example to our listeners. If you really want to make shifts in your life, like big shifts, these big things. I know, you know, Victoria posted earlier on IG about dreams and what it takes to fulfill dreams and people, you know, uh, if you if you read the post you saw that people are like you know I don't necessarily deserve that or it can never happen to me you know with some of the things that your clients have said in the past mm-hmm. and it's like well why are you cutting yourself short mm-hmm. before you even get started you already mm-hmm. have told yourself no mm-hmm. there's a big piece of you that is like yeah I want this and then they were stopping themselves mm-hmm. and you can't do that. You can't. And like, it's interesting when I think about what was the resolution of 2021 that facilitated mm. the shifts of my year that happened. And it's actually mm. a lot more, um, I was going to say simple. It's a lot cl- clearer. Like just, it's very small. I wanted connection and community. So that's all I wanted the beginning of last yeah. year. And in brief, in order for me to really bring that in and call that into my life, which has happened, you know, I have now got really solid friendships. I've got you in my life who you weren't just a witness to it. You were a massive supporter for the last year and you're my business partner and we get to build stuff together. Um, and we're yeah. weirdly aligned and all the, all the kind of things that we've spoken about before, but to get to the point where I could have that connection required really looking at all the ways I was pushing connection away, you know, really understanding Mm. where Mm. my fears were. So it wasn't a simple, oh, I'm going to get connection. I'm going to go on a expats in Cape Town, you know, network and just like make some friends that I can go for drinks with. It was very much, I want deep soul connection with people, which meant that even though I'd been doing a lot of work on myself for a lot of years, I'd got myself to a certain point where I was kind of like um, a very effective and efficient island, like a lone wolf, we've said before, you know, doing everything kind of on my own. But to, to get to connection, you can't just go, oh, okay, I'll open this little side door. You have to actually drop all of the safety blankets that mean that you can do everything by yourself so in order for me to get connection I had to find true vulnerability and actually go do you know what I can't do this I can't be all these things I can't you know just because you can doesn't mean you should and actually moving through all of that stuff Mm. was huge that was the journey and actually understanding all of my blocks around connection and all of those sorts of things and that's not light-hearted stuff um And I think that for me, just reflecting back on what was it, what were the ingredients that made this happen? It's rare for me that I set a resolution or set a commitment for the year and I actually achieve it, but I did last year. And so that's why this year I'm kind of doing the same thing. I know exactly what I want for this year. And I also have to take that massive deep breath and go, "Hmm, okay, well, good luck with the process that you're going to go through to get this one, Victoria. (laughs) Right. Well, I, I mean, and speaking of the process, something that you just said that uh, really stuck out to me was like, okay, this is, these are the steps that I had to go through in order to get to this place. Yeah. Do you want to, or do you mind sharing with everybody? Like what you discovered is like, okay, what was necessary? What things had to shift? I know you, you touched on it, but you know, just to give people a little bit more in 
insider look. I think mm. that's super special, especially because your journey is so specific. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um, so without giving away too much, because I'm always conscious that there are times when other people are involved and I'd never give away too much. But the initial thought process I had was connection obviously means intimate relationship. You know, I'm 35. I really do want to settle down, have a partner, have that kind of connection. Mm. Um, and so I instantly was like, oh, let's do relationship courses. Let's actually look and see. And what was actually required throughout the year was a really deep connection to my own nervous system. Because as I contemplated thinking about relationship courses, my instinct was I'm not OK in my work right now and I knew it mm. and there was something in the ordering just in my energy system where it's like I actually need to work out what this bit is I need to work out what's missing professionally before I get to that bit and so that was the first insight that actually I didn't just need to jump into relationship I actually needed to get myself aligned and we have spoken about this before a bit on the podcast, but I'll, I'll mm. briefly talk about it again, where, you know, I was doing a lot of functional medicine. It was a lot of outside in solutions. People were coming to me, not ready to do the work because I wasn't saying to people, when you come to me, you have to do the work. And that was on me. Yeah. That was just all on me. And the reason I wasn't is like layered in my past because I'm fairly weird. <laughs> you know, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> just killed brace just with laughter <laughs> but it I am. like I have my human design stuff my jinky stuff a deep connection to the spirituality a real instinct for the human condition which mm. is somehow within me that I don't really know how it got there a really a, acute awareness of archetypes to how systems should be structured and networks should be structured that's kind of just inbuilt within me to start yelling about that was like putting a big red beacon on my head where people could shoot me down and it's taken me this year to own that weirdness that kind of do you know what no I do do all of this crazy I'm not I am not any way a wafty spiritual being. And I've sometimes struggled with that. I've sometimes thought in order to really claim my spiritual identity, I need to hug a tree and wear floaty clothes and, you know, all the things that you think of when you think spirituality. And I'm not any of those things, but I'm super connected and super mystically like into just energy, like the energy, the archetypes behind things and really understanding the layers. And, you know, people won't know this. I don't think you know this, but I used to read tarot cards all the time for people. I used to do, and like- I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And so the tarot card readings I used to do were insanely heavy for people. They were like unlocking layers of their wounding. I remember doing one for my uncle at one time at my granddad's funeral. We are not very connected. We're not a very close family. My It's on my dad's side and he has like a million siblings, um, all of whom lost touch, you know, typical classic kind of like family drama stuff. And I remember doing a tarot card reading for my uncle. I can't even remember why I did. Um, actually, it wasn't at my granddad's funeral. It was many years before that. And then at my granddad's funeral many years later, or my grandma's funeral, one of the two, he was like, I still remember that tarot card reading you did for me. I still remember the impact and it changed my life. And it was just like, I was doing that when I was 14, 13. So, but then in my illness, I had to literally suppress everything that made me unique because I went in with honesty to hospitals to ask for help. And every time I was just shut down and accused of all sorts of things and basically told that I was lying all the time for a decade. So that filtered into my 
progression into having my business, which was very much, I'm going to be legitimate. I mean, it's functional medicine, but it's still medicine. I'm still going to give you supplements and solutions. And like, so it's taken me this year because of course, when you come back to my original goal, which was connection and community, I needed to be being me to be seen, to be found, to be nurtured by people who were actually going to nourish the real me. So my journey was not really a journey about anybody else. It was a journey about me and myself getting to be okay with being me and myself. And so even though there were times when I had to look at really old wounding that I've looked at tons of times before and had memories come back, which I didn't know I needed to find, but then had to look at all of those in context and in the light of everything that I was discovering and feeling, it was all always about what's inside me, where is alignment? And there were a couple of moments where I had to make really tricky decisions this year. Um, and I made the decision that on paper looked like absolutely the wrong decision, but in my nervous system was, I need to do this. This is where I need to go. This is what I need to do. And so that's kind of been the process, that relentless commitment to stopping, listening, feeling into where alignment was for me. Mm. And in doing so for yourself, you opened yourself up to others to be able to do that for you. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Mm. that's huge and I think that's a huge lesson for for all of us it's like I mean just using your story as an example it took you focusing on you which a, a lot of people feel like oh you know it's selfish for me to focus on me you know because people are are givers mm. and they have this idea that you know giving to others means the absence of the self and yeah. it's I think it's the opposite you really have to focus on you get yourself right and aligned and loving on yourself and nurturing yourself mm. to allow others to even be able to do that for you effectively and efficiently mm. um uh, i think i love that story well and I you, love know that me, story. you know me because yeah. i'm a supreme giver as well like i it's yeah. taken yeah. me a lot to go hang on a nanosecond what do i actually need mm. and you've been instrumental in this so we've done a lot of our evolution together over the last year mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. lock stepping along with each other as we pushed each other and then been there to support one another. So why don't you share a little bit with the Unveil Live listeners yeah. your journey of this last year? Because like we can talk about my journey being big and massive, but I've just traveled a lot. You've also had a massive journey. So please, I really want to hear your story. Yes. So <laughs> and, and I've touched on this in some of the, the other podcasts. You know, I had a career path that I was like this is what I'm doing and this is my purpose and blah 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 and you know if you listen to the last podcast you'll you'll realize that the purpose uh journey I had just pulled for myself and I was like if I can just get there then I can fulfill that anyway well that wasn't working out I wasn't happy uh, I was trying to force something that I knew wasn't aligned for me mm. I knew deep down, but I didn't know how to shift. I didn't know how to transform myself the way I was thinking. Uh, and I knew something had to change and I was willing to do what it took to, to make that shift because it was important for who I was and what my future was going to be. And the coaching like really 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 getting into the coaching helped 
tremendously. Like I was like two years ago, I was, you know, a out of work, struggling artist who did this kind of on his spare time. Mm -hmm. And I'm when I made a commitment to myself, this sprang forth mm -hmm. in such a big way for me. Mm -hmm. So I just started saying yes to my life mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Even when I was like, I don't know what this means. Was, yes, yes, yes. Just go in. Just go in, go big. Now I own a restaurant. I that I started with some very good friends and I now have a coaching business with my lovely partner Victoria Fenton um my marriage is so much stronger my life is so much happier there have been so many internal shifts that have happened that have created or I have created an environment for myself to take control of my life. Mm -hmm. So when, like before life was just happening to me mm -hmm. and now I am happening to life mm -hmm. and it's mine. It's not anybody else's. Mm -hmm. It's mine. I have to take responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that before. I was so scared. I was mm -hmm. terrified to do anything. I just felt stuck. It's like, if I do this, it may go wrong. Now I'm like, it may go wrong. It may go wrong, mm. right or wrong. That's, that's a very relative uh, comparison anymore for me, because the thing that doesn't turn out the way that I thought that I wanted it to actually ends up being one of the most wonderful things that ever happens to me in my life. I thought acting was the way I was going to get it done. And it wasn't. And to come to terms with that, mm was not near as hard as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like this huge, like, oh, you know what was the hardest part? Fighting that, fighting, letting it go. Yeah. That was, the, that was the, the worst part of the whole thing. And when I did, I was like, oh, shit, I can breathe. I can breathe. And I gave myself space and room for other wonderful things to come into my life. And they did. They did. But it had to start with me getting super honest, super clear. Well, mm -hmm. not even clear, clean. Mm -hmm. That's the word that keeps coming back uh, for me. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm approaching my life in this clean way without all this other garbage that I had collected and continued to stack on top for reasons why not to do things or why I should and you know this is what I want I've wanted it my whole life that can't be right that I don't want it anymore blah 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 like whatever it is for you guys as well I'm sure you're like oh my god I'm hearing myself in a completely different scenario but mm -hmm. I'm hearing mm -hmm. what Brace is, is saying um, that honesty saves me like just saying I'm terrified I I'm angry I'm you know sad I'm whatever and then going into those not so fun uh 
well, at the time, not so fun emotions and feelings and thought processes and really getting in and getting messy with it and really opening them up and figuring out what they were, why they were there, why they had been so persistent in my life, what patterns continued to show up in my life when I was willing to get honest with myself and dive into that stuff and really figure out the source of that, everything opened up Mm -hmm. and my life shifted and transformed into something so much more natural feeling. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's been, hasn't been smooth and easy not like smooth sailing but it just feels right even in the hard stuff it feels right even in you know conflict it feels right Mm. um and a lot of the times those feelings are more undesirable but they are necessary for that transformation Mm. i think and that's where i used to be and then this is where I am now. And here now, man, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Mm. It's amazing. And it's so interesting. I, uh, how, oh, oh, sorry. Go, go. It's just interesting how um, the underlying core of both of our years was just ruthless commitment to self. Finding self, loving self, forgiving self being honest with self, aligning mm-hmm. self. And it it's funny because we're about to come on to talk about like resolutions and like next year stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. underneath all of the resolutions, that should be the core of everything because that's not just a year, that's your life. Like you, you, we're not here for other people. We get to experience and to give to other people and, you know, be part of other people's worlds. But we're actually only the only thing we can commit to 100%. No, it's never going anywhere. We never get away from it. We always have to understand it. It's ourself. And it, it's like the oldest thing in the book in terms of, yeah, you can never run away from yourself. Um, but it's interesting because sometimes you have to run a little bit to find yourself and it's not go to some ashram and find yourself like I'm I did the travel like and I'd never been over over the equator before I went to South Africa I'd never visited I'd never visited LA before I came and it's like how did I know I know me I know me and I know what resonates and what feels good and I think that when it comes to thinking about resolutions a lot of the reasons why resolutions do fail is because we make the surface re- re- resolutions that we think we need to, like the diet, the 75 hard that we're all doing yeah. apparently this January, mm-hmm. the, you know, the something, the something external, the something. So, and I'm not saying everyone doing all of these challenges stuff is just doing it for external reasons, but there are a lot of, Oh damn, it's January. We should eat healthy, you know, and working in healthcare and actually in, hospitality we know that it's completely converse so december is a terrible month for healthcare practitioners because nobody wants to know how to be healthy because they're about to go into 
hospitality zone of drink and food and all the stuff. And January is great for healthcare professionals because everyone's like, oh my God, I need to sort my life out. And they make appointments for people like us. And it's dead in restaurants because everyone's like, oh my goodness, one, can't spend any money. And two, can't eat out again for another month at least. So this is all playing the external game. It's not playing the internal game. Yeah. And it's why, why are you making the resolutions that you are making? You know, this is a really good question. Uh, you know, if it's a diet, why do you feel a diet is necessary? Are you wanting to make a lifestyle change? Mm-hmm. And by lifestyle, I mean, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Is that what you're, you're wanting to change because you want to live longer and you want to be there for your children or your spouse or, you know, or just for yourself more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it because you feel like you have to, that you know, it's like, oh, if you're looking in the mirror and you're like, okay, I need to go work out, then you're going to work and you're like, uh, then you're going to work out for the wrong reasons. Mm. Cause that's not going to last. Mm. Mm. that's not going to last uh, unless there's a, an internal shift because we we tend to hit a certain point it's like oh, okay now I'm where I want to be and we go back right back to old habits and it's like why are those old habits still there if you were making this huge shift yeah. in your life mm-hmm. in this scenario in a physical sense mm-hmm. and the way we we eat and so on Mm -hmm. there's i i feel that there's so much more to a true resolution Mm -hmm. than just i want to just reach this goal Mm -hmm. like if you really want to get into it why do you want those goals let's talk about that why why are these goals important because they're not not important and why have you not done it thus far yeah why why are you brilliant I was just literally going to repeat the same thing that, that you said. It's but it, like, and that's the thing. So like, you get to ask. and new year's resolutions are interesting because there is power to them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's a little bit more to do with the social media world now. So there's a little bit of accountability. So everyone's sharing their okay. you know, diet pics on Instagram or whatever. Um, and I think for me, there is a, um, there's a surface-ness to New Year's resolutions. There is a mm-hmm. external behavior change element, which can be supremely valuable and kick you into a new phase of your existence. But it can also yeah. just be, I'm going to get down to this dress size, which you can do. Like some people have willpower and can do it easily. Some people have less willpower and can do it more difficultly but anyone can do it anyone can choose to make a behavior change and stick to it for a time and the amount Mm -hmm. of time that is will vary depending on how much you care how much willpower you've got how committed you are how much accountability blah it's all really baseless to me you know I've never set a new year's resolution that has been a number on a scale a nutritional regimen a you know, gold that has just, I just need to tweak a few things in my lifestyle and it'll be fixed. Because that to me is just a choice that I could make on any one of the 365 days a year. And if I haven't made it on any of the other 365, I'm not, why make it on New Year's Day? That's pointless. But there are some where there is that mm. power behind it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I 
I think what you're hitting is something we talked about uh, yesterday was the, the motivation and action because New Year's is that motivational day. There's something that we attach to that flipping of the calendar page where we're like, okay, that's my motivation. You know, I'm motivated because so many other people around me, you know, however it is. And it's like motivation. If you're waiting on motivation, then it's never really going to happen. Yeah, we use the new year to motivate ourselves, but it's not grounded in anything uh, a lot of the times. And and this this is going to why things don't last, uh, going back to that. Um, it's because it's not grounded in anything super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're wondering why can't I follow through with the you know the workout regimen or the you know making more money or finding a new job or finding love or whatever, there there it needs to be grounded in <clears throat> something a little bit more substantial, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and if you want motivation anytime throughout the year, it uh, don't worry about motivation being there. Action, it's action. Take action, and mm-hmm. continue to take action. Even when there's still no motivation, you continue to take action. Know what you want and then take the actions to get it. And actions will help ground it. And then all of a sudden motivation, just like purpose, what we're talking about, will spring forth from the actions you are taking. Just like the purpose, you you live your life, you do what you know you want and, and so on. And then your purpose springs forth from that just like motivation in this scenario or or not and then if not amazing you've learned a piece of information so if Mm. it Mm. is possible to just do actions and have them compound and suddenly those equal motivation equal just almost like motion rather than motivation it's just like a propelling rock that's just picked up speed and actually it's just doing it itself now whereas With um, these action steps, if they're really difficult to do, the bigger question is, why is it difficult? Why is it hard? Why have you not started your diet until January? You know, what underneath is preventing you from doing this the rest of the year or making you fail on January the 9th? You know, there is this kind of something underneath these motivations because they know no resolution comes from nowhere it's a bit what my post was saying today if there's a desire there's a dream there's a goal it's somewhere inside you so you clearly want yep. the thing but why do you want the thing is one question the other question is where does that come from does it come from a place of wounding where you're trying to i mean we're going to keep using the physical explanation because it's easiest for january but where you're trying to have the body that you think you want because why do you not value yourself in the body that you're in do you feel like there's some need for you to have X body that's based on external love rather than internal self-worth. It's these interesting questions that you get to ask. And it's, for me, there is an element of these types of resolutions are simply there for us to beat us ourselves up with a little bit, or they can be, you know, there's that guilt layer in resolutions at mm. times they all mm. seem and most of them seem to come from this oh i've behaved really badly over christmas or new year you should have seen the amount of christmas pudding i ate and then they make the resolution and it's like that the whole energy of it can feel really wrong at times 
Mm. Praise to me. Oh, you just lit up. What happened? No, I just, uh, no, I was double checking our live broadcast brace. I'm trying to multitask at the same time here. I'm just like (laughs) making sure that things are still happening. (laughs) Right. Right. So, I mean, basically it, it comes down to what do you want? Well, and that's the cool thing about being in a coaching container. It's like you get to really explore those questions. You don't have to do it by yourself. Oh, it's interesting, actually, because I've been um, starting to build all of our courses. We um, fleshed them all out before I left L.A. And then over the Christmas New Year period, I've been kind of putting meat on the bones, so to speak. And the first part of every Unveil Academy course, which we'll come on to talk about in a bit, is what do you want? And do you really want that? Like, why do you want that? What's underneath that? Where does that come from? What are the conditions of success? What does that feel like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? What is it really that we're trying to get to? Um, because if we don't know that, you know, we don't know anything. So sometimes with my clients who really do want to do the resolution, it's not what's the number on the scale at the end of the, the diet. It's what do you want it to feel like? Because having a feeling as a motivation is an entirely different energy than having a number on the scale or just the ego boost of saying I did it it's a different thing and you know the interesting thing for me is that that nobody in the human design world would forgive me if I didn't raise the point that the new year is not the new year anyway so (laughs) braces giving a wry little smile if you are watching um because and it I think this is really important to realize, particularly for Northern Hemisphere people. And actually it's the same in the Southern Hemisphere because now I've done both. But January the 1st is a calendar date, which is a relatively new phenomenon for New Year. There's a lot of energy behind it because of the fact that everybody believes it's a new year, but it's a populous energy. It's a people mindset and emotional kind of drive to it that I feel every New Year's Eve, I kind of get that vibe, I get that sense, but it's coming from the people. The seasons and the actual planet and the more energetic archetypes that have got nothing to do with the people, we're running on a different calendar. So if you're looking at the ephemeris, which is the movement of the solar system and the planets and all those kinds of things, the first time that it's actually new year is more towards the end of January. It's more towards that point where we're actually getting into February. And if you're looking at pagan traditions, you're looking at Imbolc, which is the 2nd of February, I think, don't quote me on that, but it's there. Um, In Shetland, in these Norse traditions, there's a lot of festivals that happen, or there's a lot of kind of celebration that happens at the end of January, because it's that period after Christmas. It's that kind of pregnant, heavy energy. You can feel it in the weather. It's cold. I mean, don't speak to people in LA, although it's been raining there for a while, but it's that kind of, it's wintered, guys. It's the season of hibernation. And it is necessary over these times, not just to focus on new shoots and new beginnings and new resolutions. It's necessary to go, hang on a second, what's in the old, which is why we entitled this podcast Reflections and Resolutions, because looking inwards is the whole nature of this season. And oftentimes, I don't even start thinking about my resolutions until January the 22nd, 23rd, because that's when the energy's there for the new 
And it just feels that sometimes if you don't want to make a New Year's resolution and you've got all these excuses that it's naff or you don't, just wait, see what the end of January feels like because the energy shifts planetarily. And suddenly we're not in our kind of human construct of what New Year is. We're literally tuning into the seasons and tuning into the movement of the heavens. And we're very narrow-minded if we think that all we've got is these calendars that turn a page. It's like, no, no, hang on. We are connected to the stars and to the earth. And January the 1st is not a great time for the stuff. And actually the planets that are in the gates and stuff, human design wise on January the 1st are fucking terrible for making decisions and resolutions. It's like struggle and hard. It's all of those. <laughs> it's just terrible. And which is why Christmas and New Year can be so traumatic for families because it's like you just put everyone together because it's celebration time, but you've got the gates of struggle and challenge and like, <laughs> you're just like, and provocation. And you're like, this is not good. <laughs> So you're telling us to probably wait. Right, right. I'm telling you that probably February is a better time to celebrate Christmas. But there's a, there's a huge... I, I come back to this all the time. Trust yourself. If you are not feeling a resolution this year, don't make one. If you're feeling at the end of January, make one on January the 22nd or February the 2nd or according to whatever tradition you have. I don't completely reject yearly goals because we have to play the game but mm. even think about it like Chinese New Year's on a different day schools run on the academic year which begins in September in most places it's just like these calendars mean nothing so just feel free to screw resolutions and say no I'm just having January that's as debauched as December and I'm gonna drink as much and eat as much and I don't care <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, in, in that, that just sounds so much more joyful. And that like, is the thing that we forget you... in New Year's resolution. Yeah. Nobody says, I'm going to have more fun this year. Nobody says, I'm going to go even harder on my ridiculousness and my fantasies this year. And they should. They absolutely should. A little, little self-love. Man, that goes. I was going to say a long a long way but it's much deeper and broader than that yeah mm -hmm. self-love will take you all the way all the way through and I sometimes wonder if a little bit along my um Instagram post today so if you're listening to the replay of this just whiz back and find the one on on dreams and stuff I sometimes wonder if people set these really rubbish resolutions because they're not not brave enough to set the ones that they really want like I've done a lot of discovery calls and initial sessions with clients over the new year Christmas New Year period and like I said today every single one of them was like oh yeah but that's probably a little bit Disney movie and I was like so <laughs> and amazing that can be a goal and I one person was trying to set a goal and like I, I phrased it for them I was like you basically want to be somebody someone and they were like that's exactly it but you know I can't have that as my internal goal it's like yeah you can <laughs> Who says there's no goal police people? There's no like, oh, you're only allowed these sorts of desires. It's just like dream big. Yes. Yeah. It's like there's there's so many who are like, oh, I have to struggle in order to gain. And it's like, who made that a rule? Right. You did. You made that a rule mm. yourself. Mm. And it's, it's like, and well, I did... everybody else. It's like, well, everybody else, nothing. Is everybody else happy? It's like, oh, well, good point. You don't have to. Such a good point. You don't have to do all this. 
it's like, what do you want? Do you want to be happy? I mean, you can set a goal for like, I want to have a career and, you know, and have a, a money, a money goal mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, why do you feel like you want that particular number? If it's a particular number mm-hmm. or, or what, and, but you don't have to kill yourself in order to get it. Do you have to work hard? Yes. Do you have to sacrifice in certain areas of your life more than likely but you can have more than just, I've just got to put my head down and work hard and just ignore my life, you know, and, you know, sacrifice all of my, all of my other joys mm. in order to get this thing. It's like, mm. can you do both? I bet you if we really looked at it, you could. Can yeah. you have it all? Oh. Can you have it all? Maybe, mm. maybe. And I would say thing. more of a yes than a no. Mm. And I think that the other thing is, well, with these, yeah, with these goals and stuff, it's like you have to be willing for them to be totally wrong. You have to be willing to be a fool and have got it completely wrong and revise uh-huh. halfway through. It's like the whole beginning of last year, I was like doing the relationships course. I was like, yeah, I'll do the, and it's totally wrong, totally wrong. And that's fine. I can be wrong. Like I'm, I know we were joking about Mary Poppins earlier, but like, I'm really good with screwing up. Like if I've screwed up and I've bought the wrong thing, chosen the wrong thing, I'm really good, not only at um, admitting it to myself, but also getting out of it. Like I'm British and we complain. So you just get refunds all the time. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how many times have we kind of revised how we're approaching Unveil this last year? How many times do we revise that? A lot. And the interesting thing, though, and this is a really valuable thing that I was talking to a client about today, we've revised the externals, but we nailed our values meeting one, session one, day one. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we, I've actually been building us a really cool resource about creating your values and worth. I was going to show it to you before, but I didn't get around to it. But anyway, so it's that kind of sense of if you understand the framework of what matters to you every other decision falls into that framework. So when we've gone, oh, we'll do it this way. And then we've kind of gone, do you know what? That way means this. Let's just like ditch that and come back to this. And our podcast, like we were doing very practical kind of let's walk you through things. We had way more listeners to our What's Purpose podcast because clearly people care about it. So we're going to segue. We're going to shift. We're going to throw things out. We are investing a lot of money next year to get really good advice on what we're doing. And we're not walking mm-hmm. into it going, oh, by the way, you can't tell us anything because we know we're right. Because that would be stupid. Like we're spending the money to get people who are further along in so many areas than we are to say, yeah, wouldn't do it this way or do it this way or this is awesome. And that's cool because we don't, as you say so often, Brace, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's the truth. That's so the truth. That's so the truth. Mm-hmm. Man, I love it. Hmm. And the thing about I, this is like, we've kind of not really talked about resolutions. We've kind of like like said, don't make them all. If you're drawn towards a resolution, make it. Don't hate yourself if you break it. Just use everything as information. That's, that's right. Use it as data, guys. Continue to examine yourself. Mm. 
examine your whys, examine your who, what, why, how, all those, all those good things. Mm. What comes up? What comes up? Really get honest, get honest with yourself. What is really behind the break? What is really behind the stick? What mm. is, what is behind? behind it all and the more that you do that and you really get honest with yourself and let all your little voices that are trying to influence you and you know what I'm talking about because mm. we all have that feeling when something is very much aligned and mm-hmm. true for you mm. and not influenced no matter if we allow it to speak out and motivate us to take action or or not I said mm-hmm. motivate us um to take action or not you know it so mm-hmm. get honest with yourself and when you do that oh man you're going to give yourself the biggest gift over and over and over even if it hurts it's going to make your life better mm-hmm. or not even better not better or worse but like more you're going to be more fulfilled you're mm-hmm. going to feel freer you're going to step into this sensation of where I need help me I need a word the sensation well, of just rightness and rightness. alignment and I yeah. keep saying yeah 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 just, yeah that's that's right that's yeah. right that I feel it and well you know and the difference so get honest with yourself yeah and there's an interesting part of this just to link it a bit back to human design as well and we will do the podcast on human design at some point guys we'll get that um but that sense of alignment isn't uh, existential. It's real. There is a real thing inside you that pulls towards the right alignment, correctness in human design terminology, but that's just language. It's like those decisions which are aligned, physically feel it. It's an auric connection to accuracy. And accuracy is not being pejorative. It's just saying, uh-huh, yeah this is this is it and it works differently for the different types and all things but there is that reality to there being goals and feelings and resolutions which are oh yeah I, that that lands somewhere that is not in my brain it's not in my crib sheet of success it's not in my what would it feel like if I was thinner or better or this that and the other it's lands and it goes oh wow that is mine that's mine and that is Mm. a different energy Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely do you have any resolutions for 2022 (laughs) you don't have to share them if you don't want to but i just thought i'd ask i haven't necessarily thought about it but i do know what i want moving forward in my life and that's just to, to, again, and I know guys, I keep going back to this, but I just want to be really honest mm. with myself and not be afraid of what I know to be mine. Because in the past, I have kept my mouth shut or not said what I know that I need to please others or to not rock the boat or you know I can you know I can take this and not uh, complain Mm. like I don't have to do that anymore Mm. and that's my goal for this next 
chapter of my life mm. for the rest of my life. Mm. Because in that honesty, I am taking care of me. And by taking care of me, I'm actually taking care of everyone else around me. Mm. And it just overflows. It overflows and touches Victoria. It touches my clients. It touches my wife, my friends. Like it does. And sometimes those touches are a little prickly, depending. But as long as it's me focused, mm. honestly, and in integrity, me focused, mm. everything actually works out better. Mm. And that's what I want to continue to continue to do this year. Mm. Uh, and I know if I do that, things are good. They're going to work out. They are. Mm. One way or another, they're going to work out. Mm. And to not be attached to that outcome is also... Right. Yeah. Uh, really big so yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what about you boss resolutions so i haven't uh, like you've done the exercise yet partly because of what i just shared about it not being new year yet um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i actually had a lot of paperwork to fill in over this period um for the mastermind that we're doing for the full year next year i'm doing mm. Um, and it necessitated a lot of self-reflection, a lot of kind of real, uh, looking inwards and on the business and all those kinds of things. Um, and I, I, being honest, I feel like business is also my focus for the next year. I still mm. need my community. I need my people to be around me. You know, LA is huge and difficult to get into community, but I have a couple of really good friends there. I have somebody else there who you know takes up space in my life for a little bit but yeah so there's that that's there as a focus but my sense is that the professional is really going to land this year um, and almost the culmination and completion of last year I feel like what we're building at Unveil like we've said before this business is an expression of my soul in a business format and your soul in a business format. So what I'm doing as I kind of build these foundations and we get the structure right and we understand what we're doing is so important. It's like, it's not difficult, important. It's not like it's a struggle that we have to think about. It actually really easily flows. But for me, it is the foundation that we're laying so that we can one, bring other people into our business and who will work with us and for us and around us um, and eventually deliver what we deliver. And that is an important energetic culture company center point hub to create from the get-go. And even though there's only the two of us right now, very soon that will change. And my attention is on me just continuing to show up a bit like you with integrity and honesty and self-belief, I think is the thing that I need. I actually noticed on the way back from LA, stupid stuff, like I was going through security and I felt really unconfident. Why would that even be? And I just felt like there are huge times in my life where I still carry this shroud of not being confident in myself a lot. And that's something that I really want to take off over the course of the next year. And I think it's that interesting dovetail between as I'm really putting myself out there with the business and with what we're building and the courses that we're building and the coaching that we're doing and 
all of the things that was kind of going in there, you can't have self-doubt when you're going, yeah, it's my soul in a business and I'm showing it to the world. You kind of have to really just be, I'm amazing. Like, and I don't say that easily or lightly. I joke about the Mary Poppins stuff, but I don't feel it a lot of the time. I feel like I should have way more confidence than I do given the skill set that I have. But there is a reason why people like me have a million and one qualifications. And it's like, we're still looking for the next bit of paper to make us feel good about ourselves and not from a place of ego, from a place of self-worth and imposter syndrome and all of that kind of stuff. So for the next year, the personal focus is on really stepping into shining my light in a bigger way. I mean, you're, you're human. You're human. Wow. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, and I feel in those moments of pause and like, huh, well, the fact that you have the ability to pause and see, okay, this is coming up. This is, this is interesting. I get to really explore this and move into this over this next year that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've, that, that awareness is massive. Yeah. And you've been around me now for a while and know that this is how I live my life. Like this is not, Oh, I put this on for the podcast. This is, I do. I'm constantly wandering through LAX going, Hmm, it's interesting. And making a note to self to go and look at it. Or, you know, I had a whole chaotic thing with a meal that I ordered at LAX and then the credit card company, like it, it, the whole thing. And I'm going, why? Why is this happening? Not just disgruntled, like whinge, although that happens, do that first. And then I get to the, why is this happening? Why is this happening for me? And so, yeah, I get to keep doing that and just give back a bit more as well. And it's not that I haven't been giving back on a one-to-one basis, but really nice segue into what Unveil is planning for 2022. Um, A huge part of our focus for this year is our premier coaching, our one-to-one coaching we are we love doing what we do there's a question in this questionnaire that I had to fill in which is like if you could do anything and it could fail it's like uh this <laughs> like this like I love my job um so there's that side of things and we both currently have spaces to take on clients we have some premier spaces because we are really only launching that now so if you are interested get in we would love to set discovery calls with you mm. um but the academy so we're going to be launching the Unveil Academy probably around Easter time. Also with Victoria's travel and diary dates, everything keeps changing. <laughs> so I gave my dates to Brace like last night, didn't I? And then by the time you woke up this morning, I'd already changed them because I changed my flights and done something different. So I was like, yeah, need a bit of an edit. Anyway, so around Easter time, um, we are going to, fingers crossed, hopefully launch with three courses already there set and ready to go one of them will be a very important flagship course which I'm not going to announce any of the details now you just have to stay tuned but another one is a very interesting course about a specific topic that we've done a podcast on and Brace is going to take the lead on our course of that um Mm. the other one I am going to reveal oh I said I wasn't oh well never mind I am writing and have almost written 
the introduction to true human design. So if you've been intrigued at all by my really terrible hints throughout our podcasts, there will be an entire course on it. It's kind of professional grade. It's not going to qualify you because nobody can except the originators, but it is a very... It's a very me insight into what human design is. So it's very energetically based. It's really explaining the nature of the auras and why things are structured like they are from a real original Ra Uruhu thing. The reason I'm mentioning it, this is because happy birthday, human design. It is 35 years old today. Wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, actually. I was in the kitchen with my mum earlier and um, she'd read the email where it says that human design was 35. And um, I said, yeah, because I'm 35. And it was discovered at the same time I was discovered. <laughs> Mum and I just looked at each other like, pretty sure there was a more complicated process that went into my birth and origin story than just being discovered in a cave in Ibiza somewhere. But yeah, anyway, so there's a little... Oh, look, a baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would explain a lot, though, to be fair, right? <laughs> Warm. I don't know. Right. Um, so, yeah. So the Unveil Academy will be launching in March. We have so many plans for the Academy. When Brace and I whiteboarded Unveil at the beginning of September, middle of September, whenever it was, I don't think we quite realized what we were building. But the more we've talked about it, any time I explain it, it, it just yeah. keeps building. And... Um, you know, I spoke to somebody the other day who basically wants to put a course through Unveil with us. And it's like, wow, okay, this is, we have the potential to create an, something that is so energetically different to what's already out there and something that can really help a lot of people, help a lot of individuals with these personal transformation courses that we're launching in March eventually help a lot of professionals so given both of our experience in several different worlds there will be professional level courses coming out eventually it's not going to be this year there's a lot of legwork to do for that but we are looking very actively at several different avenues for that um so if you've been in any one of my worlds you know functional medicine nutrition coaching there there is something for you um and we can't wait to bring it to the people and you know have a tribe of people around us who have the same values as we do um because honesty and integrity and service are the core values of unveil there's very little else clean Clean. yeah i don't i, I rejected clean. clean as a value i don't feel like clean is a value but we we, we get the point <laughs> And I love it, actually. I love the word clean. I feel it got a really bad reputation in nutrition when everyone was like clean eating. But the way you've reclaimed oh, yeah. it, yeah, mm. in, our, in our world, the way you've reclaimed it, I love. Thank you. I love it. It just resonates so much with me. So I'm going to continue to pull it out. Of course. Awesome. Anything else you want to share about 2022 with Unveil, my dear? No, I, I feel like we have definitely covered uh, so much about New Year, um, where people are, where their head's at, where their heads might be in the future, um, hopefully on their shoulders. So, uh, yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think it's good. I think we, we hit it all. Amazing. Well, to give people the update, um, I am heading back to LA on Sunday. 
So this time next week, I will already be there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the next podcast, we have one coming out next Monday already. It's a super meta topic, guys. If you liked Purpose, you are going to adore the podcast that comes out next week. Um, But we will be back in person recording podcasts from the following week and all the things. So here we go. I love it. Mm. All right. Well, for now, my name is Brace Harris. And I am Victoria Fenton. And we are Unveiled.